The NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Your bracket may bust, but your bankroll never has to. With BetQL, use promo code MARCH30 for 30% off the entire year of BetQL. That's BetQL promo code MARCH30. We're also brought to you by OzCrowd. OzCrowd has a ton of free fantasy betting contests, including a $2,000 season-long MLB contest and a $500 weekly contest. Download their app today, sportsgamingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash odds. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash BTV. And finally, we're brought to you by PixWise. Follow the PixWise Capper Contest at PixWise.com for free picks and analysis from the likes of John Rothstein, Rashad Phillips, Jeff Nadu, and more. See which expert is trending hot as they battle it out for a winner-take-all $10,000 prize at PixWise.com. Hello and welcome to the NBA Gambling Podcast. It's episode 152, Friday, April 2nd, 2021. I am the misleading millionaire, the carbonated capper, the dandy degenerate, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. You can follow me here on Locker Room and on Twitter at the Ryan McKee. I'm the former editorial director at SGPN and the creator of NBA Gambling Podcast. But now I am a writer-producer at the Action Network. Subscribe to their YouTube channel for my work. Uh, I'm still able to do these Friday locker room shows, though, which I'm very happy about. Uh, Love talking to all you faithful NBA DGens out there. Thank you for those of you who are in the room right now. Just request to speak if you have a topic you want to discuss or some gambling picks. Also, Make sure you're subscribed to NBA Gambling Podcast on Apple and Spotify, where we have episodes nearly every weekday from Dan the Prop God Titus, Zach Swissbank Broner, and Moonoff the Machine Manji. Uh, and if you're already subscribed, please rate and review, unless uh, you're not going to give us five stars, then maybe just skip that part. Uh, today, we're going to go through tonight's 10-game slate, previewing the matchups and giving out picks. I hope we get through all the games. I'm going to be on here for about 45 minutes. If I have to jump off before we're done and you still want to talk, anyone can start a room here in Locker Room and you can keep the conversation going. So, uh, wow, 11 of you in here. Thank you so much for joining. Um, I'm going to get started with the first matchup that I have listed. Uh, Again, if you want to talk, just uh, jump on in. Um, first up, we have Golden State Warriors at the Toronto Raptors. Uh, I'm seeing the Raptors right now minus two. I'm seeing a total of uh, two twenty-three. Uh, money this morning pretty heavy on Golden State. Uh, seeing uh, pretty heavy at public and sharp money. Uh, Golden State one and five against the spread in their last five games. Uh, Steph has been back the last two games. Was out for five straight before that. Uh, they won one and lost one since he's been back. Uh, Toronto 
been really rough. One and six against the spread the last seven games. Uh, one and 13 straight up in their last 14 games. There is a, just a bevy of people out. Uh, Curry is questionable, I'm saying. Uh, Looney's out. Uh, Pascal's questionable. Uh, Green is questionable. And then for the Raptors, Lowry is definitely out. Um, and then Hood, I guess, is still out, and Bembry out for quarantine, uh, or he's questionable for quarantine. Uh, Munaf, let thanks for joining. Uh, what do you think about this uh, Warriors Raptors game? Where are you going? Hey, Ryan, how are you? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. It's Friday. I'm excited to uh, talk to the locker room people. Yeah, just wanted to wish you a happy belated birthday. Hope you had a good one. Oh, thank you. I did. My birthday was on Wednesday, and uh, I drank a rum runner and fell asleep. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this game's kind of – it's kind of one of the ugly ones. Um, you know, just you mentioned, I mean, I'm not sure I can get behind this Toronto Raptors team right now. You know, I was on them against the Thunder the other night, and they lost by – you know, their eight-point favorite and lost by 10 to the, to the Thunder, and – I don't know. That was just, I, there's just something not right with this Toronto team all season. You know, now they're not going to have Lowry for about seven to ten days here. And, um, you know, if if Curry is able to go tonight, I, I do like the Warriors here. I kind of agree with the Sharp and public, uh, public action there that this is a spot for Golden State to, you know, bounce back after a tough loss last night against uh, Miami. Yeah, I have the Warriors as well. Um, any thoughts on that total, 223? Is that a little high? I mean, it really depends on who is playing, right? Yeah, it's just going to depend on who is playing. Um, you take a look. Uh, over the last 10 games, uh, Golden State is number five in pace. Toronto's number 11. Um, and then defensively, both of these teams are kind of in the bottom order over the last 10 games in defensive rating, number 23 and number 29. So. I think this has a chance to go over if the three-point shots are falling for, you know, the Raptors. And, you know, we know what Steph Curry and and, uh, some of the other guys can do for the Warriors. So, um, you know, I think this is something to right now maybe kind of stay away uh, until we have more information on if Steph Curry is able to go tonight. Yeah, and I'm not seeing a lot of. I don't see the prop, the player props list right now. I guess because they're still wondering who is definitely playing or not. Are you seeing any player props in your book? Yeah, I only see for Toronto players right now. I don't see it for um, for any Golden State Warriors players. Got it. And you holding off on the player props in this game until you know more? Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, Jong, hey, how are you doing? Happy Friday. Happy belated birthday, also. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, you have any uh, leans on this Raptors-Warriors uh, game or any uh, player props? Such an ugly game. I'm, I'm waiting for the Warrior props to come out and, and see if there's anything to attack, but nothing really here. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, there's some conversation in our uh, chat here about the Hawks-Pelicans game. Um, I'm seeing right now that Zion... And Ingram are questionable. Uh, Trey Young and Clint Capella questionable on the Hawks side. I'm also seeing no John Collins, uh, DeAndre Hunter questionable, and um, Alonzo Ball questionable for the Pelicans. Talk about uh, another ugly game, perhaps. Um, 
Pels lost last night to Magic in overtime. Hawks played a double overtime game last night. So I imagine both of these teams are going to be running a bit on fumes. Uh, Munaf, is this another wait-and-see game? I'm seeing Pelicans favored right now by one and a half. Yeah, I, I think I might just jump on the Pelicans right now at minus one and a half. I think that one of um, Zion or B.I. should be going tonight. Um, I know that they just held out Zion for precautionary reasons just to give him an extra day of rest because they were on a back-to-back. Same thing with mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram. So um, I think if one of these two guys are in tonight, um, I think this line will jump. I'm not putting a significant amount on it. I'm just banking on the fact that one of the, or one or if not both these guys are able to go tonight. But the interesting part last night was like you mentioned, you know, Atlanta coming off the double overtime and in the post game, um, Nate McMillan, I posted this tweet in the, uh, in our Slack channel and said that, uh, he might be giving some of the fresher guys a start tonight. So that may mean that, you know, maybe a combination of Trey Young or, uh, Clint Capella or, or even, you know, some of the bets may sit this one out. But just, yeah, I think that if you want to bet this game again, this might be another one to, um, another one to, you know, wait on on an injury report. But I, just for me, I think I will just jump on the Pelicans tonight, um, just banking on the fact that one of those two guys does go tonight. Yeah, because that line is definitely going to move if uh, Zion and B.I., go right i mean i imagine the pelicans will be favored by more especially if trey young uh ends up sitting out this game since it's a back-to-back um but yeah i gotta wait and see on this one john what do you got on this hawks pelicans game anything yeah i'm just fading the hawks i think because uh because of the overtime game against the spurs right so yeah that was a double overtime game but i mean hey the pelicans lost last night in overtime to the magic and magic team i don't know what is going on with them how are they winning is is Capella not on the injury report or anything like that? He had a monster game. He's questionable. I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe they just have him game. questionable right now because of uh, they don't know if they're going to rest him or not. Right. Yeah, it's going to be one of the games that for sure, at least for Atlanta side, that you want to kind of see and see who's going to be playing and who's not going to be playing because you already have. John Collins, uh, Hunter, and Reddish are already out. So, Got it. you know, yeah. we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Wait and see on this one. Okay, so um, we are going to talk next about the Charlotte Hornets. Oh, wait, sorry. Yeah, Charlotte Hornets uh, versus the Indiana Pacers. Pacers minus four right now, seeing a total of 219 and a half. These two teams played twice in January. They split the games. Uh, Sabonis is questionable on the Pacer side. Monk is questionable uh, on the Hornet side. Ball is obviously still out. Uh, although, Munaf, right? They're, they're saying that Ball will come back this season. Yeah, I think they said last week or the prior week that they were going to reevaluate, reevaluate him uh, four weeks from that point. So I think, you know, the next couple of weeks, may, we may find out if he's able to come back uh, this season or not. Yeah. Um, Charlotte has been hot even without him, though. Uh, five and one against the spread in their last six games. Indiana, they have just not been the same team since they lost Victor Oladipo, which just feels weird to say, but it's true. I mean, they're, they're been cold since he left, and they're one and four against the spread in their last five. It, um, you know, they just have not looked like the same team at the beginning of the season. Munaf, what are you seeing from this Pacers team right now? Why are they so bad? 
Yeah, I think this is a lot of just inconsistencies with this team. I mean, you take a look at their schedule, what they what they have done over these past couple games. I mean, they got the two W's against um, Miami on the road in that little mini series, and then you know, obviously they lost to Milwaukee, one of the best teams of the Eastern Conference. You know, they beat a dead Detroit team, a Dallas team, and they come back and lose to Washington, and then. Obviously, Miami the other night, I think that was a big revenge spot for Miami. But, um, yeah, just a lot of inconsistencies on, you know, who's going to show up on a nightly basis for this Indiana team. Right, right. Uh, any thoughts on the side or uh, props on this game? Yeah, I, I do like Charlotte in a bounce-back spot tonight against um, against Indiana. I mean, they had a rough shooting night last night. You know, in that first quarter, the game kind of got away from him. You know, they tried to make a little comeback, but it was just not enough against this Brooklyn team. But, um, you know, I think that this is a great bounce back spot for uh, for the for the Charlotte Hornets tonight. And I'm going to back them, um, you know, getting the four points. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to not back the Hornets as good as they are when they're getting points. And Indiana has been struggling, even though Indiana is at home. Um any thoughts on player props, or are you waiting and seeing this one? Yeah, I'm waiting. I was just gonna, uh, you know, once we're done here, I was gonna pull some player props in it. I think I am doing a post to, for today's player props, so look out for that on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Yeah, definitely uh, check out Munaf's writing and our most updated picks against the spread every day at uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com and just click on the NBA uh, vertical there for that stuff. Um, John, what do you got for this game, Hornets Pacers? Yeah, I like the Hornets. They've, they've been showing the better form and you're giving me plus four. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm riding with the Hornets here. Yeah, I'm all over the Hornets as well. Okay, moving on. We've got the Dallas Mavericks minus five and a half at the New York Knicks. Uh, lowest total on the board, 213 and a half. Mitchell Robinson out. Uh, I've seen D. Rose and Barrett questionable. Uh, Reddit, uh, Reddick's still out for Dallas. Uh, Dallas has been pretty good lately, four and two against the spread in their last six. Uh, although they are struggling with just uh, scoring, they've the 13 of their last 18 games have hit the under uh, seven of New York's last eight games have gone under. So this will be a low scoring game right off the bat. I really like the Knicks first half against the spread. You're getting three um, and the Knicks are still the best in the league at covering that first half spread. They're 30, 16 and two. Uh, for the season and Dallas is right around 500 for those first half spreads. So that's, I'm jumping on that Knicks uh, right now. Munaf, you're a first half better. What do you think? Yeah, I love it, especially in the underdog role for the New York Knicks, right? I mean, you take a look at New York over their last 10 games, their defensive rating is rated number two, just behind the 76ers. So I think this might be a game where, you know, like you said, the total is one of the lowest ones on the board tonight. And I think that's indicative of the type of defensive team that the New York Knicks are. And I think they might give, you know, the the Dallas Mavericks offense a little trouble here tonight. You take a look at some of their numbers, um, you know, New York 13-9-1 against the spread at home, Um, you know, five seven and one you know uh, as a dog but I, I think this is a good spot for the new york Knicks. i think this is too many points for dallas i know they've been playing well like you mentioned but um you know getting six points at home 
on the spread. And I also do like your angle on that first half. You know, this is a team that we've been talking about all season. There's been a cash cow in that first half against the spread. So, you know, why not continue to keep riding it? Yeah, my concern with the Knicks, while I do like them getting points at home, if Rose and Barrett are both out, I mean, they're questionable right now, that duo combines for an average of more than 30 points per game and seven and a half assists. So something definitely to watch out for on that injury report. I like, don't be, even though this is the lowest total, don't be afraid to go under on this 213 and a half. This is going to be a slog of a game. Yeah. And, um, and I, and I think that that's fine. I mean, both teams are okay with playing a slow pace. So it could be a, a, a race to uh, 100 points. You know, they might not even make it there each team. Yeah. 100%. Um, John, what do you think about this Knicks Mavericks game? You got anything? Yeah. I'm locked up with Jimmy Keith. On that first half under, I, yeah. I really love that. I mean, there was a point in time early in the season we were we were in our Slack channel. We were rocking the first the 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 quarter bet right on the Knicks and the yeah yeah was that first. yeah was that the quarter the first quarter bet for the Knicks was hitting early on in the season and earlier yeah. in the season yeah so it was, it was a fun bet that we were riding um, but yeah I, I do like the first half um, getting plus three right yep so, yeah. getting plus three. And uh, I, I'm going to include that uh, Knicks plus three first half as one of my best bets. I'm also going to put that in a, uh, a, a my Friday parlay. At, I'm going to give that out at the end of the podcast. Uh, Moon, I'm anything else on this Mavericks Knicks game or uh, any player props? Anything you're looking out? Uh, no, I know. I think uh, uh, Jake had mentioned the Luca prop for. Um, uh, for the for the game tonight, so I think that's another angle that you may want to take a look at um, for Lucas points, rebounds, and assists. Maybe over forty two and a half, but you know, like we mentioned, this might be a defensive struggle tonight. So um, you know, just just be careful on that. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, okay, great. If anybody else wants to jump in and uh, take the conversation anywhere else, just let us know. Just request to speak. We'll bring you right in. Or if you just have some picks or some questions, happy to bring you on in. Uh, Moonoff, I'm sorry, but I have to go to the Houston Rockets at <laughs> Boston Celtics game. I'm seeing Celtics uh, minus 11 and a half right now. Uh, I'm not seeing a total yet. I think it's because a couple players are questionable. Are, are you seeing a total in this game yet, Munaf? Uh Give me one second. Let me see here. Um, I am seeing a total of 222.5. and a half. Okay, we've got uh, Tristan Thompson is out. Robert Williams, questionable. Uh, and remember, you know, Celtics got rid of Tice, so that's a big question mark if they don't have a big man in the center. If, uh, if Robert Williams is definitely out, look for Christian Wood to eat up down low. Now, I'm not seeing his props yet, though. I think it's because um, some of the Rockets players are still questionable. John Wall, questionable. Eric mm-hmm. Gordon is definitely out. Um, so while Houston has been really bad this season, they have been a little better against the spread, covering four games in their last ten. Um, I'm seeing, yeah. right? Is that is that? I mean, that's yeah, better they than they were. So, yeah. uh, Boston four and six against the spread in their last ten. They are better at home this season than on the road. Um, they've been really bad on the road, actually, against the spread. So, 
Um, while I like the Celtics usually at home, that is a high number, 11 and a half yeah. points to be giving up. Munaf, where are you going with this? Yeah, 100% agree with you. I, th- I think that, you know, um, that's a lot of points for this Boston team that's really been struggling this season. You know, one of the more surprising teams on, you know, what's going on there. I, I think a lack of big man may be one of those reasons, but... Uh, for this game tonight, yeah, I think you mentioned, I think if John Wall's not able to go, or if he even is able to go, a player prop, you want to look at, I think you hit the nail on the head, was Christian Wood. You know, he should be have a, a good game uh, down and low, not ha- for Boston not having somebody to defend him. Uh, look out for his points, rebounds, and assists prop for tonight. And I do like Houston getting that 11 and a half, 12 points uh, tonight. So, um, yeah, give me the give me the Rockets plus the 12. Um, like I said, I'm not seeing Christian Wood props yet, though, but any yeah. thoughts on what his numbers could be tonight and what we're looking at here? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, he could have anywhere from a 20 points, 12, 13 rebound type of night, right? When we've seen, um, we, we've seen Boston struggle without having a, a big man down low. And I'm, let me really quick, if I can pull up Christian Wood's uh, numbers uh, over these past couple games here. Um, you know, nothing really big to gloat about against, you know, Brooklyn, 14 points, eight rebounds against Minnesota, 24 and nine. So I think if you see something come out for Christian Wood around 31 and a half, 32 and a half points and rebounds and assists, that might be uh, something to, uh, you know, take a bet on uh, tonight. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, John, which way are you going in this game? Any uh, player props? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking at Jalen Brown over 22.5 points. Um, kind of low, but um, it, Nikia, it, it is scary because it, it, it does have that blowout potential, right? And so um, he did, if I um, recall, he, he did score about 24 last time they met, and he didn't even played in the fourth quarter. So the, the blowout potential is there. However, I, I don't mind putting the over on on Jalen Brown's 22 and a half points. All right. Yeah. Overall, just a an ugly game. Munaf, are you going to watch this one? No, I'm just going to hope the Rockets lose so we can just increase our chances for uh, the number one or number two pick. <laughs> uh, yeah. Munaf, been struggling with Houston sports this year as a Houston fan, so... Uh, Sorry about that. But, yeah, way to look on the bright side on a higher pick potential. Um, Moving on, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves at the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm seeing the Grizzlies minus six. These two teams played in January. Uh, Grizzlies won by 11 last time. Uh, Minnesota a little bit better than where they were at. They're 7-13 and against the spread in their last 20 uh, not great numbers, but again, better than they were. Memphis it has been hotter, though. Six and one against the spread in their last seven. Seeing Grayson Allen and Brandon Clark questionable. Uh, Grayson with an injury. Brandon Clark due to personal reasons. Um, right now, I'm seeing money uh, pretty heavy on the Grizzlies. I think I'm going to go that direction. But uh, where are you going, uh, Munaf? Yeah, I mean, you take a look. I think... Uh with Minnesota is that they're, you know, like we don't know what we're going to get from them every single night. Like, are they going to be in tank mode trying to get another uh, high draft pick? You know, they've been alternating between, you know, three losses, a win, two losses, a win. So 
Um, I, I do like the spot for Memphis here at home uh, tonight against Minnesota. Uh, I think the over may be a look here for tonight. Uh, I know it's a high number. I think we saw it at, what, 231 now? Mm-hmm. Um, over the last 10 games, you know, these both of these teams are top 10 in pace. Memphis is number three. Minnesota is number seven. Um, Minnesota has really been struggling against the def- uh, are on the defensive end over their last 10 games. They have a, a rating of number 28. So possibly uh, Memphis uh, team total of on the over or possibly the over in, in the game here tonight. Yeah, I like both of those plays for sure. Um, John, what do you got? Uh, I love Jonas Valanciunas here tonight. Um, over 32.5 points, rebounds, assists. Um, yeah, Cat's Minnesota, not playing a lot of defense, right? Yeah, Minnesota sucks um, guarding the paint. So I, I think it's going to be a field day. So give me Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, yeah, especially if Brandon Clark doesn't play, you gotta like that. Uh, I mean, that leaves their front court uh, really thin. Absolutely, yeah. They, like I said, it's uh, they're they're pretty bad at the center position or guarding the center position, um, bottoms and 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 giving up points in the paint. Just just the over and and Valanciunas is getting um. He's averaging twelve over twelve rebounds a game, right? And and that's a sneaky, you know, stat. Maybe maybe not a lot of people are familiar with. So, yeah, give me, you know, if if Jonas gets like at least twenty two, his rebounds, you know, covers that line. You know what I mean? So, absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right, moving on. We I can't remember the last time I saw uh, three double digit spread games on the same night but this is the second one that i'm seeing uh chicago bulls at the utah jazz jazz i'm seeing favored by 12 right now i'm seeing a total of 223 and a half two these two teams played 10 days ago and the jazz won by 25 and that was with zach levine playing zach levine is questionable tonight as is kobe white Seeing Donovan Mitchell is also questionable, so really hard to handicap those this game without knowing more about uh, the injury report, right, Munaf? Yeah, for sure. And you know, all the numbers are kind of indicating that Chicago is a play, at least on the trends and spreads. I mean, fifteen and six on the road against the spread, twelve and four as road uh, underdogs against the spread. So. But I mean, you're going up against one of the best teams in the league this season, where Utah, where their you know their three point shooting is incredible. I know they've been struggling a little bit over the last um, last couple of games here, over the last ten. But I mean, you know, Chicago's on a road trip here. How much motivation do they have to win? I mean, I know they picked up Vucevic, but it, with with Levine as a game time decision and Kobe White also as a game time decision. Um, you know, I think this might be a game to kind of stay away, especially with a double-digit uh, spread here tonight. Yeah, uh, I might want to. I, I would put. I would go ahead and put like a half a unit on the Bulls plus twelve, twelve and a half, depending on where you could get it at. If you can grab it now, because I know that Levine is going to try to play. He's been making a real point to play every game this year. I mean, it obviously, it depends on how hurt he is. But if he ends up going, that twelve and a half points is going to look pretty good. Yeah, for sure, especially with the the scoring capability that Zach Levine has. Obviously, that's a big boost for the Chicago Bulls. And, you know, 
he might be motivated to get up against one of the you know the best team in the Western Conference uh, regular season right now. So um, especially if I, Mitchell's I, out, yeah, I would rather take take the twelve points than lay the twelve points with the Jazz. Agree, agree, John. You got to lean on this game. Yeah, I think I'm I'm kind of leaning towards the Bulls. Um, obviously, uh, um, it's game time decision um, on on actually placing the wager, but. You know, the Bulls are like 10th in standing and they're right below the Pacers and the Pacers might lose today, right? And so yeah, it's just, there's just so much, um, you know, value in just trying to get that extra win and, and getting closer, you know, to the ninth and the AC, you know, so. Absolutely, because you got to remember that playing uh, tournament and they will definitely want to get there, especially... They're, they're not going in tank mode yet. They could, they went and got Lucevic. So they do yeah. want to try to get in the playoffs. And so, and I, they want to keep Levine happy. So they are going to try to win. And it's just a matter of uh, if Levine plays or not. That's how I feel about this game. Uh, okay, let's move on to a, another double-digit spread game. Oklahoma City Thunder versus my Phoenix Suns. Suns. Favored by 13 right now. I'm seeing a total of 219 and a half. Uh, these two teams played in January. Thunder were eight point dogs back then, and they upset Phoenix at home. But OKC, uh, totally different team now. They have a lot of injuries. Um, you know, they played on Wednesday against the Raptors, and they were led by Maldon, uh, Isaiah Roby, and Moses Brown, who I then I forgot Moses Brown was even an NBA player. So uh, uh, the Thunder is somehow winning despite themselves. Uh, Dort is questionable tonight, uh, but uh, Shea is not going to go. Phoenix, 14-6 and against the spread in their last 20 games. Uh, Here's the thing about Phoenix. I've been watching every game. They've been winning, but they're letting bad teams crawl back in in the second half. I don't know why. They lost to Orlando by one right before the trade trade deadline. They let the Raptors keep it close. Charlotte and Chicago both covered against them. So uh, while I know that the Suns are going to win this game, I, I would be hesitant about betting them and giving up 13 points. Munaf, what do you got? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. Or Just what I was going to say is that I love Phoenix in the first half here tonight. Um, you take a look at their... Uh, first half ATS records, 29 and 18 overall. They're 18 and 7 at home. And then 7 and 3 over their last 10 games in the first half. So um, give me Phoenix in the first half. But like you mentioned, I think, you know, this Oklahoma City team has been, you know, they, they've been sneaky playing well and, and staying inside games. But I think the win against Toronto. In hindsight, now it seems a little fluky. It just kind of seems that Toronto just isn't that team that we're thinking about that this team was, you know, last season or the season prior or when they won their championship because they just don't have that talent right now. But um, as far as tonight, I, I, I like Phoenix in that first half. That's like almost locked potential and, and best bet territory for me uh, tonight, uh, Phoenix first half. Yeah, not just first half, but the Phoenix are the best team in the league right now in the first quarter against yeah. the spread records. 31-15-1. They're outscoring their opponents by uh, over two and a half points in that first quarter. So I'm not seeing a – are you seeing a, a first quarter line for the Suns right now? But I would definitely uh, jump on that. Yeah, I see minus four and a half. 
Yeah, I like that a lot. So I'm going to go ahead and put some money on that rather than the full game. Uh, John, what do you got? Yeah, I'm actually convinced. I I was really kind of struggling here, but I I do like the angle on the first half Suns. Uh, Minus four, you said, right? So, yeah. Yeah, give me that. Uh, Great. And I'm seeing that Jake, uh, who is a frequent listener and uh, contributor to our NBA Slack channel. If you're not already in our NBA Slack channel, you got to get in there. We're giving out bets. We're giving out. We're talking NBA all the time there. So just go to sg.pn slash Slack to sign up. It's free and happy to have you. We have over 250 people in that NBA Slack channel uh, right now. I'm seeing uh, Jake saying Moses Brown points, rebounds, and assists. 25 and a half. Uh, That's at minus 113. I'm guessing he's saying that he likes the over on that. Uh, I don't know enough about Moses Brown to really have an opinion. Munaf, what do you got? Yeah, so I, you know, I want to shout out to uh, uh, Dan Titus that pointed us in this direction for Moses Brown. I mean, I'll just rattle off some numbers here quickly for uh, Moses Brown. Give me one second to pull up his uh, game log here. So um, against, so I'll go back to starting from um, against Memphis on March 24th. 19 rebounds, 12 assists against Boston on the 27, 21 points, 23 rebounds. Uh, He had a down game against Dallas, only got six points and nine rebounds. But then against Toronto last game, 20 points and 12 rebounds. So uh, and then if you kind of look at his rebounding numbers prior to that, 17 rebounds, 14 rebounds, four rebounds, 16 rebounds. So he's getting the minutes for um, for the Oklahoma City Thunder starting at that center position. He's been at 30 or more minutes over his last five games. And uh, it seems like that the market still hasn't adjusted for Moses Brown here. So if if that number kind of pops up on my my book here, I'll be playing that again tonight. And then last thing quickly is uh, Phoenix against the center position. They're allowing 21.7 points um, and then 15.2 rebounds over their last seven days. So, um, you know, continue to keep riding that Moses Brown. Prop. I mean, if you don't if you don't know the guy, if you just want some entertainment purchases, put a half a unit on it. But he's been playing really well as of late for the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's great. That's great to know. And uh, yeah, I forgot. I was I heard you guys talking about Moses Brown, but I just haven't been paying attention enough. So absolutely, uh, I might put a little money on him because since I'll be watching this game anyway. Um, all right, we've got two more game. I think two more games to cover. Yep. Um, So if any of you want to jump in and uh, give out some picks, some best bets, whatever, ask questions, uh, just request to speak. We'll bring you right in. Milwaukee Bucks minus two and a half at the Portland Trailblazers. uh, The highest total on the slate, I believe, at 238. Uh, Milwaukee one and four against the spread in their last five games. Trailblazers are pretty much back at full strength with Nurkic back and... McCollum, and now they have Norman Powell as a person who can just come in and has, you know, nobody's focused on him. This is kind of the perfect role for him with everybody focused on Lillard and McCollum. Norman Powell can come in and just score at will. Uh, I think that they're going to run up the score, both teams on this game. So 
Uh, don't be afraid of that 238 over. Uh, I know that's really high, but uh, I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. Uh, Lillard had 33 points in his last game, but uh, I think the four games before that, he was right around 20. So uh, he's at a 25 and a half point right now for his prop. Uh, I'd be a little concerned looking at that, but I do think there's going to be a lot of points tonight. So uh, if you are a Lillard fan, I'd go ahead and feel okay about playing that. And I wouldn't uh, put a lot of money on it. Munaf, where are you at? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, don't be afraid of that big total. But I think the story tonight is going to be the three-point shooting. Um, You take a look over the last 10 games, uh, Portland number two and three-pointers made. Milwaukee uh, number four tied with Boston at 15 made per game. So over the last 10 games are combined to making 31 threes. And their season-long averages are there too, right? Uh, Three-point percentage, Milwaukee number three, Portland number seven. Three-pointers made per game. Uh, Milwaukee number four, Portland number two, and then attempts per game, Milwaukee number seven, Portland number two. So expect to see a lot of three-point shooting here tonight uh, between these two teams. Of the last, you know, over the last ten games, Milwaukee is number two in pace. So we should probably see a lot of up and down from uh, from Milwaukee this uh, tonight against the Portland Trailblazers. One player prop I did want to point out that I did kind of lock in already was uh, Robert Covington. Three-point shots made uh, at two and a half right now at minus 120. I really like that number. Over his last couple games here, let me just rattle off some numbers for you here. Against Detroit last game, four of five. Against Toronto, three of eight. Against Orlando, three of five. Against Miami, three of five. And against the Nets, four of six. Over his last six games, he's made three or more three-pointers. And I think just based off of the numbers that I just kind of rattled off, he should have some opportunities to knock down some three-point shots here tonight. Yeah, absolutely love that. With, um, yeah, I, I mentioned Norman Powell really benefiting from Dame and McCollum drawing a lot of the coverage, but Robert Covington obviously wide open in the corner a lot of times for that three-pointer. He had 16 mm-hmm. points last game, so he's still getting his despite uh, Dame scoring 33 and McCollum scoring 24 last game. Uh, he still has a uh, a good chance of hitting those threes. So like that, that moon off. John, what do you got for this game? Um, my bookie has the, the Blazers at plus three. And so I don't mind that. Um, the reason is because they're playing better. The Blazers are healthier. Um, but, the Bucks, they they suck on the road this season, eight and fourteen against the spread, and I I'll take the I'll take the plus points here, um, and and I have another player prop for you as well. I, mm-hmm. I like Drew Drew Holiday over eighteen and a half points. Um, Blazers giving up the most points to point guards this season, I believe, and so you know. Uh, Drew Holiday over eighteen and a half points. That's 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 a that's a, a, a prop play that I'm you know I want to pound on today. Absolutely, absolutely. I like that bet, and I'm totally with you with the Trailblazers getting points at home. I'm seeing it at two and a half. You you got it at three, so definitely go ahead and pound that. Um, okay, final game, and if any of you have any questions, please just jump on in. But the L.A. Lakers at the Sacramento Kings, seeing the Kings favored by four and a half. I'm seeing a total of 221. Lakers, uh, obviously, without LeBron, they're one and six against the spread in their last seven. Really struggling. 
Um, the Kings have been a little bit better. <laughs> they still have, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Bagley out. Whiteside is questionable. Um, so Harrell, and, and with those two games out, those two players out, and Drummond is supposed to be out, I like Harrell in this game. He should get a lot of minutes uh, against uh, Rashawn Holmes. So, uh, And Rashawn Holmes good on defense, but he's not a real big player. So Harrell won't give up a lot of height that he's used to giving up at that five spot. Uh, he played 26 minutes against the Bucks in the last game on Wednesday, and he put up 19 points in 26 minutes. So go ahead and look at uh, Harrell props. Um also like uh, Rashawn Holmes here, uh, 26 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, Harold doesn't play a lot of defense, and uh, Marcus has still been banged up without Drummond there. Uh, Got to think that Holmes will get a good opportunity there. Um, I like the Kings here. Munaf even giving up the points. Munaf, what are you thinking? Yeah, you gotta gotta agree with taking with the taking the Sacramento Kings here tonight. Um, no Lakers, they they beat uh, they they beat you know the weaker teams uh, of the uh, of the league this season when you know LeBron went down. Obviously those two wins they had against Orlando and Cleveland, but not much after that. You know they had Milwaukee the other night. They kind of kept it close, but Milwaukee pulled away. And then you know prior to those two wins, you know they lost against New Orleans by seventeen, and then they lost to Philly by eight. So um, you know I. I Again, going back to the Lakers, is that, you know, do they have enough scoring to kind of keep up with the firepower that Sacramento Kings have with Tyrese Halliburton and De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Heald and, and Harrison Barnes? I don't think so. So I, I kind of, you know, will take the um, uh, Sacramento Kings minus the four and a half here tonight against the LA Lakers. Absolutely. Really like the Kings here tonight. John, what do you got? Yeah, I love uh, Dennis Schroeder. Um, he's. If you look at his last eight games, he's he's been um hitting the the twenty point mark every other game. So like twenty two, sixteen, twenty two, fifteen, twenty, seventeen, twenty four, seventeen. Should be getting that twenty point against the the Kings that you know are pretty bad against point guards um, in terms of defensive efficiency. So yeah, give me um against a team that you know shorter already scored 28 against them in march yeah give, mm-hmm. give me shorter over 17 and a half points you know what i mean so yeah yeah that's fun that's a fun bet right there um okay let's jump into the friday parlay section if anybody has a parlay or a best bet you want to throw out go ahead and this is the last uh chance you'll get so i'm gonna throw out my parlay this is at uh plus 561 odds it's a three parter uh, I got the Sacramento Kings money line plus the Portland Trailblazers money line to get those plus odds on that one. And then I have the New York Knicks plus three in the first half. I uh, put a half a unit on that. That is a fun bet right there. Munaf, what do you got? Uh, give me one second. I'm getting it together here. Uh, let's see. I'll go with the – let's go with the – Phoenix Suns first half minus the eight. Uh, let's go with the Minnesota Timberwolves and Grizzlies first half over the 117. And I do like the Knicks plus six. Well, no, I can't double dip that. Uh, let's go with. I'm going to go ahead and nab up this money line on the Pelicans here tonight at minus 120. So that $100. 
parlay will give you a return of 546 so plus 546 parlay there oh very nice very nice um love that one okay john you got anything uh or any other best bets you want to throw out it's just a little mini parlay uh i'll take port um trailblazers money line plus 120 chicago spread plus 12 and the lakers uh uh plus four and a half point spread um three team parlay 30 to win 210 so Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you all for joining us here today. Best of luck on all your bets. Uh, we are here on Fridays every uh, every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Make sure to subscribe to the NBA Gambling Podcast on Apple and Spotify. Throw us a review, a rating. Be very nice. We really appreciate it. And uh, go ahead and start your own locker rooms, too. Uh, anybody can start them and talk NBA there. Uh, all right. See you guys next week. Basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to dunk it.